Welcome back. Thank you, man. It's nice to be here. Yeah. And uh, had you on the show two other times now, right? I think so, yeah. Two other times? Yeah. Yeah. Most primal person I've had on the show. That's how we do it, man. <laughs> and uh, I've already asked you all the fire, rapid fire questions probably a million times now, but uh, any books that you've read lately that you, you're taking a massive mentality shift from or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. Um, Space on his name. Non-negotiable by Wes Watson. Okay. So Wes Watson spent 10 years incarcerated in California jail. And um, it's cool. He kind of ties it back into like the stoic philosophies. He read a lot, read a lot of uh, books like uh, on manifestation and stuff while he was mm -hmm. in, while he was incarcerated. And he like developed his whole training program and business program while in while. incarcerated. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Um, and one thing that he talked about in there was using regret as like your, as like a good tool to get better in life, right? Like hmm. if you're going to regret something, that's a really good guidance to not do that thing yeah. that you might regret, right? Yeah. And then same thing, looking back at your life, if you regret something, it's yeah. a good thing not to re repeat in your life either. Yeah. So I really like that concept. Um, yeah. So cool. that, and then just just the discipline and focus it takes. I mean, being incarcerated, not to get involved with crazy shit going on in jail, like yeah. in prison, um, being locked in the shoe for, I think there was one time they were on lockdown for like one and a half years almost in the shoe, like ma maximum security, very, one hour a yard time a day, like, yeah. And he was able to stick to a program, you know what I mean? And continue getting better. So just that discipline and focus was huge and super inspiring, obviously. Mm. So, yeah, it's a good book, good read. Cool. Um, Non-negotiable, Wes Watson. Yeah. Shout out. I like that. It's uh reminds me of like this quote by, mm, I already forgot, some, one of the Hindu like gurus and he talked about like how pain is a good thing. Yeah. And he said, pain is the way your body knows not to do something harmful to itself. Yeah. You know, so, and if you apply that to life, like, yeah. why would you do something that's going to hurt you? Right? right. Like, and so <clears throat> unfortunately, we don't have that sense when we're doing stuff that, you know, isn't literally mm -hmm. physically causing harm to our body. Right. But yeah, I always think of that I'm like, yeah, is this going to, is this going to harm you or do good to you? You know, that's and try to, cool. yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. And then also just like, talking on discipline as well. I think you're super disciplined. We've been talking a lot about this, but uh, I also thought it was so interesting and I wanna like personally sit down and just like think out this thought more, but I've really been thinking about how life is kind of like very paradoxical, like kind of just conundrum and like how, I think we were saying like as a, as a business owner, <laughs> you, a lot of people all like really have this like idea of like, going into business for themselves because mm -hmm. the freedom yeah freedom of time freedom of take totally. off whenever you want like no one telling you what to do you set the rules and then you become the business owner and you realize yes you technically have yeah. that right and you okay. could do it but you really shouldn't yeah. you know like if you want to be successful then you better not be waking up late you better not be taking off honestly like you could take days off when you need it for your mental yeah. health and all that but like you better be getting after it you know um yeah, but how, actually, how are you liking this? Bomb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A little shout out to Organifi for uh, those of you who don't know, definitely one of the biggest partners of the show. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
Yeah, we're drinking their Shaga Chai called oh, Hard Kill. Tastes good. Yeah. Feeling a little, yeah, a little uh, rhythms starting to rise a little bit. Yeah. Heart rate mm. up a little bit. I'm pretty sensitive to, yeah, I can feel it. Feels good. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. I'm a, I'm, I'm kind of the opposite. I really have to pay attention mm. to notice something going yeah. on, but. It's good though. Tastes good too. They nailed yeah. it. Uh, so anyways, oh. Caleb, let's, uh, I want to hear something. I want to hear what a day in your life Damn. looks like from health and nutrition to workout to mental health to family time to like how do you how do you divvy up your time you're a you're yeah. a high functioning person so like what does it look like you know yeah man um well it took a while to like build a good rhythm to where i don't burn out you know what i mean because like you said earlier as building a business as an entrepreneur, you have freedom, right? And that's freedom to do nothing, <laughs> right? Right, and make no income and make no impact, or that's total freedom for the opposite as well. And so it goes hand in hand, it's like the amount of work, you know, listen, you listen to all um, Tony Robbins, uh, any successful business people, right? Like there's always like a grind phase, there's always a phase where you, you you have to put in the work, right? Mm -hmm. Luck favors the hardworking. Yeah. And so um, this past year, like literally moving up to Washington with family, living in an RV, owning that process, and like literally becoming militant about my mm -hmm. time has completely changed my habits, changed my income, changed my impact, everything, right? Wow. And it's just that going back to that discipline and doing it from a place of what do I really want to create? What am I really trying to create here? Am I trying to change lives? Yes. Like, let that be the guidance. Let that be that inner voice, right? It's like, continue to be like, okay, abundance, trying to help people, abundance on all levels. You know what I mean? I'm kind of rambling a little bit, but. No, you're good. From, I guess from day to day, this past year, you know, living in an RV and having one, everything just simplified, mm -hmm. right? Like diet simplified uh, things, right? I literally, Everything is in storage right now, and I just have minimal things, minimal equipment around me. Um, that's been huge because that's allowed for that mental capacity to be opened up a little bit more and focus more on what I need to get done, what yeah. I know I need to get done, and um, getting that done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Straight up. Like, yeah. yeah. Shit doesn't do itself. You have to do it. So that's a huge thing is with the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial endeavor and becoming an entrepreneur, entrepreneur isn't for everybody. And it's not, um, it's not an easy thing to do. Like, yeah. of course, manifestation is real. Uh, law of attraction is real. The reticular activating system in the brain is real, but luck favors the hardworking and um, yeah. where you put that energy, your focus and energy goes to where you, you think and what you do. Mm -hmm. And so this past year, man, um, Literally, you know, trying to wake up, try my best to wake up five, five thirty. Mm -hmm. um, that's when the day usually starts. And to be honest, some days I wake up at five thirty, I have some water, and I get to work. Like literally, there were times where this past year, like I wanted to go get do some things with the family, right? Like my niece, she's a dancer, and so we went to uh, out to Seattle, and we, it was like a whole day thing, right? And so I was like, okay, cool, I'm getting up at five, I'm knocking out a bunch of work until we need to leave at noon. Sure enough, I had a seven hour work day before we even left. I got a shitload of stuff done. 
So um, a couple of books. One, um, Alex Hormozzi. Yep. Uh, Hundred million dollar offers totally shifted my my mind frame around like not having habits become a crutch, right? So like mm -hmm. not having routines. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Not yeah. having your yeah, morning yeah. routines become a crutch. Mm -hmm. Instead do what you need to do mm -hmm. like yeah. let those be your routines yeah. and habits right mm -hmm. like sure we want to meditate we want to you know um have your water with apple cider vinegar <laughs> all these healthy things that we know we need to do have there may be a journaling session things like that but on the days that you don't do those and you that you let that mess up your whole day then that becomes a crutch, yep. right? It's like, I didn't get this done, therefore my day is shit. Mm -hmm. And that's just like the all or nothing mindset. And it's like, no, I didn't get this done, but I'm gonna get some more stuff done, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and another book, uh, Ed Milet, I think it's The Power of One More, his book or Max Out, one of them, both of them great books. Um, but he breaks apart his days into three days. Oh, so yeah. he almost like, like three, like quarters, Slugger, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like three thirds. So he breaks up his days into three days, and so he's like, "No, I got I got an eight-hour day in the morning, I got an eight-hour day in the midday, and essentially an eight-hour day mm. later on in the day." Yeah. Um, and therefore, you can get a lot done in a day. But I think I'm kind of rambling as far as um, your question, but um, it comes back to being present in everything you do. Like yeah. Whatever you're doing, yeah. do it. Yeah. Right. Really try it. Like that's what I've really been focusing on. Is like, okay, if I'm gonna get up at five, five thirty or whatever, get up, get do, be present. Have your water. Get up. Let your body naturally wake up. Be present. Make some coffee. Be present. Sit down. Get some things done. And just be tr truthfully being as present as possible when you're doing the things that you're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That way you're becoming a human being and not like the human doing kind of saying, right? Um, and you respond better to like adversity and stuff when you are more present, yeah. you know? Um, but usually, I guess to go back on the original question right, right. last week because I keep going yeah. all over the place. No, wake up time, usually like 5.30. 5, 5.30, yeah. Okay. Um, and then usually get a little work done, have a little snack, um, and then hit the gym, you know, around, nice. try to hit the gym, get in the gym around seven, seven thirty. Um, okay. gym or a walk. Okay. So usually when the sunset's coming up, definitely try and sync up with that and get out of the house, get the natural light in everything you talked about mm -hmm. on your podcast. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> setting that circadian rhythm says, I know that I'm gonna have better sleep and better hormonal release throughout the day and everything. Um, yeah, go to the gym. Definitely think it's a good good way to start the day is getting in um, your workouts earlier in the day rather than later in the day. There's some studies on that and stuff. But from my experience with helping clients develop better habits, I've noticed better adherence to those habits, to working out if you just get it done early um, rather than later on in the day after work. You might not feel like it. You know what I mean? You might yeah. be like tired, stressed out adding more stress is gonna stress you out even more. So you're less likely to do it. So getting after it and that, like, I usually have a better day when I work out in the morning. Yep. So, and with my goals, you know, this past year, I've been, I've put on some muscle and that was a huge goal of mine is to like, get literally in the best physical shape, you know, I could, I could get. And so it's pretty cool. I got, got there pretty exciting, but yeah, <laughs> you know, especially being like a college athlete and stuff. Um, and then, yeah, you know, following truthfully following my calendar too mm. like that's been huge i block out in the morning i have on my calendar wake up time deep work sessions 
right? So if I'm working early in the morning and I'm waking up and I'm getting that deep work in, mm -hmm. whether that's writing content, building uh, programs for clients and stuff like that, it's scheduled in, okay? And then gym time is scheduled in. Uh, setting boundaries, right? Like I don't take calls um, until after about 9.30 or 10. So that's when I usually take coaching calls um, I, and I cut that off around five at, at the latest, mm -hmm. right? Like I don't want to take calls going into my nighttime routine, um, which I'll get into in a minute. Um, and then just scheduling in everything I need to get done for mm -hmm. the day, right? Like for the week, mm -hmm. you know, looking at your week, um, you know, I have a specific day where I do my client check-ins, right? So that's something I need to get done for my business. I do a specific day, um, specific hours where I'm doing social media outreach. So reaching out to prospective clients, um, and engaging with, with the community there. I have specific times where I'm building my clients' programs um, and then just sticking to those, right? Yeah. <laughs> is the yeah, key. Yeah. It's sure if it's cool if it's there, but then it's really awesome to stick to them. Um, so that's great. And then as far as family time and stuff, I usually try to, well, I want to talk about eating habits as well a little bit okay. because that's something that's been really important, especially as someone who's in control of their environment and working environment uh, and that being co-mingled right yeah, in, yeah. in an rv then in a small space and a lot of people working from home might relate to this too is um you really got to break up your your desk time and your food time you have to like it's so important for health so important for just peace mm. right like giving yourself a break from work you, you get off uh, lunch and then you show up better for work so a big habit that i've really been working on um this past year dialing in is just disconnecting from everything electric you know electric and social media and work and everything and even eating at a totally different spot you know and oftentimes outside is best yeah to eat for me because you're just outside you be with the birds and the sunshine and all that um yeah and then so pretty much honestly just kind of getting after it throughout the day um breaking up my work schedule so sitting a lot trying to get up every hour or so to just get in a mini workout or not even a workout, just a walk mm -hmm. or something like that to make sure we're staying mobile, you know, and just continue moving. And then, yeah, I mean, at nighttime, turning my, my phone off. I put my phone on airplane mode around 8, 8 p.m. And um, that's like a strict rule. And honestly, maybe watch something or read or something like that. So yeah. honestly, simple and like, that's been my theme this whole year yeah. because I want to build something substantial with my business and I've wanted to build something impactful, mm -hmm. you know, um, and I knew I had to simplify everything else. So like diet, literally yeah. like meat, vegetables, rice, mm -hmm. for the most part, fruit, yeah. you know, a little bit of oats, like very simple. I could count on 10 fingers everything I've been eating this past year, pretty much. You know what I mean? Yeah. So making that simple as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, any anything you want to dive into? Yeah, so actually, I, I do. Yeah. I, I I think the simplicity. That's the, gonna have a lot. My bad. No, you're good. <laughs> no, no, don't worry about it. Um, I really, I I resonate with that minimalism, mm -hmm. that simplicity, because you know when you live in a cluttered environment, it's kind of just like yeah, you know, you feel more cluttered internally as well, mm -hmm. and so when you can really you know, it's, I, I always think of, I think it was like Steve Jobs, you know, he had like, I, I think he, yeah, he only wore outfit. like the same, yeah. yeah, exactly. And so he spent zero brain power yeah. getting ready in the morning, you know, because he 
realized that his brain was put to better use in yeah. doing other things, right? And like, obviously, if you're a fashion person, then mm -hmm. it might be different. But like, you know, trying to really make the things that don't need to be so important, not important, you know, just like right. make it easy, make it yep. quick. Yep. Um, and I think even with food, it's like, I don't want people to think like we eat dull food in any way, because it, really, if you just stick to a, a few simple things, like you can have variety, but like make it, what, what I like to do is I, I like to sometimes do just a one pan meal, mm -hmm. you know what I yeah. mean? And so yeah. it's like a protein of your choice, you know, so mm -hmm. you can switch that up and then a veggie of your choice, yep. you know, and then maybe a salad. Sure. And so it's like, you got a full, really well-balanced meal. It's gonna be really quick to make and easy, mm -hmm. you know? And mm -hmm. honestly, like I use similar seasonings each time. So mm -hmm. it's just very quick. And um, that way it's still healthy, but you don't spend a ton of time. And then, yeah, that way then you do, you look at the stuff that's so important. Yeah. And uh, you turned me on to the productivity journal. Yeah. And in yeah, yeah. that journal, I thought it was neat. There was, there's only like, what, like five slots yep. of, of things to do for the yep. day. And to me, I remember when I would make my own list, sometimes it would have like 10 or 15 items on it. Yeah. And, and, and I never really ever finished those lists. You know what I mean? And then them kind of like highlight or whoever the author is really highlighting that, look, you, have, you can pick five things with the first thing being the absolute most important thing, second thing, you know, third thing, and then like in order, and then designating time slots yeah. to doing yeah. it, right? And then that way, uh, what I really loved from that was, okay, I understand this is going to take me an hour and a half approximately. Crush it, work at it, get it done, and then take a break. You know what I mean? And and that helps you stay much more effective with doing it. So I really like that. And then uh, um, I was, I'm curious. So, so like, uh, I, I like what you said about the morning routine because... Well, one sec real yeah. quick, because on um, the developing the routine and stuff like that, you... What, what was really cool about hiring a coach for me was they made me do a time audit. And so they literally wow. made me map out every That's smart. pretty much every 15 minutes of the day, like every 20, 15 minutes. What were you doing? What exactly were you doing? And for me, a lot of times I was on social media way too long. And so it's like, obviously, if you're spending time there, there's some adverse effects and you're not spending time somewhere else. So that was huge. It's eye opening. You know what I mean? Literally putting it on a spreadsheet. What do I do every single day? Um, even just for a week or three days is life changing. That's like when you have your clients send in photos of their food. Yeah. <clears throat> food exactly. for the first so many months. You right. know, it makes them more right. they you know, they realize, oh wait, hold on. I'm actually gonna send a picture right. of these nachos to my coach. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that now I wanted to mention that too. It's like if That's you powerful. if you're unsure where your time is going mm. if you're like oh i have so much time or mm. i don't have any time in the day we all have the same 24 hours me you freaking warren buffett every successful person out there you know what i mean mm -hmm. everyone has the same amount of time it's just being present doing the things you need to get done yeah and not focusing on other things yeah certain things yeah. that aren't serving your goals or your who you are to an extent right yeah like i'm not someone that resonates with sitting there on social media. Mm -hmm. So I was like, that's, I, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So now I'm like strict. Okay. I get on social media for one, I'm there for a reason. And then, um, as soon as I forget that reason and I'm aware of it, I'm off. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Just being hyper aware of that. Um, but yeah, it took me <laughs> hiring a coach to really do that time audit. You know what I mean? Could you, <clears throat> could you imagine if someone actually 
like if, if everyone did a time audit <coughs> sorry you good yeah if someone actually did a time audit of themselves and also did like a massive deep cleaning of their house for example yeah. like like not just cleaning but like actually going through all this stuff in your house and like yeah uh my uncle always says if you haven't used it in the last year then toss it that's cool <laughs> which that's is a cool idea sometimes maybe for some things it's not like yeah. necessary but I, hey, overall it's, it's it is things. if you haven't used it in a year mm -hmm. Do you really need it? Right. Like, you know, using a damn year. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like those are really strong practices because they do, they help you, uh, focus on just what you need. You know what I mean? And, and it's funny, like even I, myself, I, uh, before I left on my trip, I like packed up a bunch of stuff and put them in boxes. I've like cracked two of those boxes because right. there was like a couple of, and I'm like, yeah. my God, there's like all these stuff in here, all these things in here that I haven't even touched. And I've been back like a couple months already, right. you know? So, right. It's eye-opening. Um, I got another question for you, Kelly. Inlet, do you have any other points no, you want to hit no, on that? I could, we could continue yeah. on that forever, but... Um, mentality's no. a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mentality, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> yeah, literally, though. Uh, it's funny. Okay, so now let's... I want to move into a little bit of the health, and so I, I have a question. I want to say, what in your time as being a coach have you seen to be... A, the biggest issue people come across in terms of health, mm -hmm. and then um, maybe B, being like, so the, big, the biggest issue people have with health, mm. and then what do you see them struggling with in terms of like trying to then fix that? Mm. Man, I think a lot of times, a lot of people, and myself included, and we've talked about it a little bit too, is just like the overall confusion about kind of like the uh, analysis, uh, anal what is it? Paralysis by analysis, mm. right? Like social media, Googling everything, yeah. uh, YouTube, right? Everything, right? We are constantly shown what is and what's not, what should be, what we need to do, right? And it's yeah. really hard to sift through all that and figure out what works for you yeah. because you're like, you just, you get paralyzed. You don't know where to start. Yep. And so that's probably one of the biggest things, um, especially coming out of the pandemic, starting my business. Um, a lot of people are just, you know, they put on extra pounds over the, over the, they, they picked up some unhealthy habits over the pandemic, uh, whether it be watching too much TV, drinking too much, whatever it is. And then you just don't know where to start. Right. Yeah. You just don't know how to kick it back in the gear. Um, yeah. So that's probably one of, I'd say one of the biggest things that I think people are finding really confusing with health and wellness overall. Mm. Um, and then what was, the, what was the second part? Like in, in those issues, what do you like, for example, you, someone is, I'll just make it simple. Like someone has trouble losing weight mm -hmm. and then like in achieving that goal, what is usually the biggest issue that comes up? Like what's one mm. of the biggest difficulties for yeah. people in accomplishing that goal? I think, I think with that confusion comes a lack of adherence, right? Okay. Um, to a diet, right? Mm -hmm. And it, it goes a lot with, too with like crash diets, like yes. paleo and keto and, and vegan and Jenny Craig, uh, Jenny Craig, and, <laughs> yes. you know, yeah, yeah. all kinds of different stuff is yes, those work, right. but those set you up for failure because what about after that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, um, I think the biggest, biggest thing, um, well, not, not, not the biggest thing, but, uh, I think a great place to start is to start figuring out how foods make you feel mm -hmm. and start figuring out how much food you need to eat 
mm-hmm. as well. A lot of clients that I've been working with are under eating significantly and they have been for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then that goes into, right? We hear, oh mad, one meal a day, right? right? And it's like, cool, yeah, that could work for some people. Um, and if that works for you, that's awesome, hell yeah. You know, but you actually need to build up the metabolic machinery mm-hmm. to be able to do OMAD mm-hmm. sustainably, right? Yeah. And that takes possible reverse dieting, right? Like that takes possible fi- counting calories to figure out how many calories you need in your body. Yeah. It takes consistency on a few months, you know, or more to be able to build the certain habits that you need and prioritize the certain nutrients and, and macronutrients that you need in order to sustain it for life. So all along my client's journey with them, coaching them, I'm always asking them, do you feel, <clears throat> do you feel like this is something you could keep doing forever? Mm-hmm. And I'm always looking for any sign that they're just like, oh, I feel, uh, I, I feel, um, I feel like I'm, uh, what is it? Like, like mis- a little burnt out or yeah, either burnt out or like, uh, they're not get- or restrictive. They're, they're, okay, I, f- okay, I feel okay, restrictive yeah. or if, if I'm sensing anything like that, I'm like, let's dive into that because that's what I don't want, mm-hmm. right? I want yeah. you to be able to feel like you can eat any foods that you want, right? but not without doing the groundwork, right? Mm-hmm. Like doing your kind of due diligence mm-hmm. and eating good foods most of the time, right? right. Not, not good foods, quote unquote, good foods, real foods, we should say. Like, yeah. You know, so I think along with that, like social media and like, um, you know, just the over consumption of information mm. i think comes with a, a hard adherence like it's hard for people to adhere yeah to just living healthy yeah. you know what i mean because yeah. they don't know what that looks like yep so then that leads to them doing keto sometimes them doing vegan them doing uh intermittent fasting right and leading them to just general confusion right. rather than hey this is what you're doing for this amount of time yeah and that's how we're going to see what your body does when we do that and reacts to that. Yeah. How you feel, how your energy is, how your digestion is. If your weight goes down, right? Yeah. It's really funny. A lot, almost all my clients, I literally prescribe them to eat a lot of people, three day, three meals a day, two pieces of fruit. And I got this from Jordan Syatt. He's a, a fitness, a health and fitness coach. He's got great content, kind of Gary Vaynerchuk style, like, you know, cusses a lot and it's great. But he's, that's what he said is like, if someone comes to you and they're, they're really, really overweight, really confused, anything like that, you just need to get them eating and eating whole foods and eating three meals a day, two right. pieces of fruit for a while Oh wow! and get those wins going. Right. Um, and it's funny because when you make those three meals, nutrient dense foods, healthy foods, right. Prioritize them. I like to say, you know, my, my holistic pillar, number one is to eat close to the earth as possible. Eat yep. real foods, right. 80% of the time, if we're focused on real foods and, and holistic, uh, whole nutrient-dense foods, we're going to be good, right? So a lot of times, it's getting people to eat more because they'll send me photos of what they're eating, and it's just like, you know, you, you're eating like a bird and expecting to, to build like a human, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But it's like, nah, that we got to switch things up. So a lot of people are under-eating, I think, yeah. truthfully, you know, and that was, a, that was a big shock to me when I wanted to start putting muscle on. Mm. I had to realize how, I literally, you have to figure out how much you need to eat, you yeah. know what I mean, to actually become a new person. Yeah. And so um, it goes both ways. If yeah. you're trying to gain muscle, if you're trying to lose fat, it goes both ways, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and it's confusing because not everyone has an understanding of metabolism, right? And, and um, how to hack that and how to manipulate it that way 
because it sounds backward. If I yeah, tell you yeah. to eat more, yeah. you're going to be like, well, I'm going to gain weight. Well, you might not because your body needs some more fuel and it's holding on to it. It's like trying to be in survival mode. Right. So it, it's, uh, I think, just a lack of adherence, which brings, conf- or a lack of, of understanding, which brings conf- con- confusion to people. And then I think that leads to like a lack of adherence yeah. because it's just so confusing. Yeah. Yeah. I think even as uh, it was a really long answer. So <laughs> hope, hope you got it. Hope you yeah. got it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think the at the core of that is it's true. It, you know, you can get really confused by all of the different health views out there because mm-hmm. you can literally find studies for veganism for carnivore for any work yeah yeah and it's like they're all gonna have like stuff that shows they're right or they're wrong Mm -hmm. and i think once again kind of like a theme of what we're talking about is simplicity right like you just come back to you know whatever your diet is if you Mm -hmm. if you're omnivore carnivore vegan whatever it's like just try to eat like as clean as possible like said close to the earth foods and, uh, you know, the least amount of processing possible, you know, no sugar, hopefully, or well, no added sugar, I should say, uh, no seed oils, like keeping it very simple and, and yeah, like eat, give yourself a window of eating and a window of not eating, you know, cause obviously we don't want to like eat 16 hours of the day and then only sleep and then immediately wake up and eat. But like, I do also think that it is, it's, it's very complicated because depending on what your goals are, that's going to really alter your diet. OMAD is not for someone trying to be a bodybuilder. Yeah. Maybe at a certain point in their bodybuilding phases, right? It maybe trying to like really yeah. cut, like define. Right, right. 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 So, but yeah, for sure, because, you know, OMAD is like maybe a person has really bad diabetes or mm-hmm. cancer and they're trying to starve out the cancer itself, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you try OMAD, you know what I mean, yeah. and go that route. Or... Um, and that's why I think finding a sustainable diet is so awesome that that's what you do. And, you know, I'm focused on that as well, but like yeah. it is really, that's how you make the biggest changes in the future. Because I know so many people who have literally, I said Jenny Craig, because that's something that like, I know, like, yeah. sorry, no, no, no shade on anyone, but like, you know, a few middle-aged women who are like, you know, oh, I guess I gotta go, Je- go do Jenny Craig again. Cause I got summer coming up. It's like, dude, you could just have simple practices and yeah. never have to set foot in that place again. And you'd probably be way happier because of yeah. what you're eating. But uh, yeah, it's just, it. yeah, keep it simple. Like yeah. just eat whole foods. And I, I do, I personally try to keep at least a 12 hour minimum window of no eating yeah. so that my body does have that time to reset mm-hmm. and digest. But yeah. Though, no, that's great. That's, that's one of the first habits I nailed down with, with clients too is, and I tell them this, everyone say this is one of the things that you can take away from this program and and live with the rest of your life and that's to cut off your eating two to three hours before bed it's just not for intermittent fasting purposes and all this like autophagy and shit like that it's mainly just for good sleep yeah (laughs) like yeah let's get your body stop eating Mm. get your body digesting that food <clears throat> so that you can focus but your body and your brain can focus on doing what it needs to do during sleep mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah like just that and walking and eating real foods most of the time if we could just nail those three things down i yeah. think and move your body a little more right yeah. like lift something heavy every once in a while um get a long way i think yeah so and it just comes down to adherence yeah all of those sticking and and being consistent Consistent. yeah i think um and making it just more more of a lifestyle practice yeah so i have a 
another question for you. But before we, we move on, I really did want to mention, uh, I think consistency is something you and I talk about a lot. And I, and I feel like I have to talk about it all the time to keep reminding myself, yeah. but also everyone else that like, you know, with a healthy lifestyle, it's a consistent thing, right? Yeah. Like yeah. if um, the, the I think the difference between going to a doctor, for example, and getting a pharmaceutical drug mm-hmm. or something is like, you expect that pharmaceutical to work within the yeah. week, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you take, I don't know, some, some pill, like sure. you're expecting a very fast reaction from that. Yeah. But in changing your lifestyle through diet or even like a yeah. supplement yeah. or something, um, and I'm thinking of my meditation that I was doing where I did it for 30 days. Yeah. That consistency, it's like if I were to only have meditated for a week and then just stopped, right? Or maybe I, and maybe I only did it once or, you know, three times in that week. The effect of that compared to doing it for a month every single day yeah. is so different. Like, you, it, yeah. And, and with, um, I've even experienced it with, um, you know, supplements or holistic or, you know, food-based supplements where, uh, you can't just take it for a week yeah. and then expect these massive changes. Like you got to go like a month or two, mm-hmm. consistent every yeah. single day, and then you will you will see the changes. It's yeah. it's pretty wild, but one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, did you have anything on the consistency? I'm oh, sorry. I did, but it, I I forget it. Got it. <laughs> no Shit. worries. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Maybe it'll come back to me. Yeah. Uh, no, it's all right. And, uh, that's okay. I have another topic. So, uh, well, (laughs) if you, if you think about it, come back to it, but, uh, yeah. So I know one thing that is, I think most guys and some girls as well, uh, are really interested in is like, what are your best tips for someone who wants to put on muscle as Mm -hmm. someone who went through this phase of putting on 20 pounds of muscle? Like what, what, like, I don't know, let's say yeah. three things yeah. of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, man. I think, I think people, I, I don't think people realize how resilient the body is mm. and how much you can actually push it. You know what I mean? Safely, right? Like safely push it and, and really, um, force it to adapt. You know what I mean? And so, um, a couple of tips I'd say is for, for me, my experience was you got to learn how much you need to eat, right? In order, like I said earlier, in order to build a new body, we got to feed that new body, right? Like yeah. If I want to put on 20 pounds of muscle, we're going to need to up that protein intake, right? So a good rule of thumb is like if you're tracking your, your protein, a good rule of thumb is like 0.8 to 1.2 grams per pound of body weight. So a desired body weight. So if I'm trying to get up to 200, I'm going to start eating 200 grams of protein or work my way up to that, maybe even 220, 230. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then you have to, of course, working out and stuff like that, that all comes into play. But um, yeah, learning how much you need to eat, right? Staying consistent with that because one day you might hit 180 grams of protein. Next day it might be 150. But once you start tracking that and actually hitting that day after day after day, yeah. that's when you get the results. Mm-hmm. That's when you start to force your body force your metabolism, force your muscles to actually start to grow. Um, but you also have to strength train, like for sure. If you want to put on muscle, strength training, I'd say is it. Resistance training is it. And it doesn't have to be, um, you know, like for weight loss, a lot of times um, if I have a client who's, you know, hasn't worked out in a long time, I'm not going to get them in the gym just yet. Like I'm going to get them doing some body weight stuff, mm-hmm. squats, mm-hmm. lunges, mm-hmm. you know, uh, freaking push-ups, Working them, <clears throat> working their way up to be able to have some resi- like 
that's that's enough resistance for a lot of people. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, in order to force the body to adapt, we're going to need to manipulate it with some training, right? So, you can do that by if you have limited equipment, like I had for a while. Um, like I put on about 15 pounds of muscle with the same set of, I think I had a 60 pound kettlebell, uh, 35 and a 20, and I had a, like two 35 pound dumbbells and a weight vest. Yeah, that was pretty much my setup this whole past year. And then once I got a gym membership, I was like, oh hell yeah, we're getting after it now. I got <laughs> yeah. all the tools, you know what yeah. I mean? I got no excuses, so I started going really heavy on squats, which I'll get into. So if you have the same similar, uh, you know, very minimal equipment and you can't really change your weights, right? It's not like you're sitting there with a barbell and you can add the weights, right? So you're going to want to add reps, right? So there's a few ways to build muscle and hypertrophy, which you've talked about before, right? Getting the reps. You want to increase the time under tension. Mm -hmm. So that means either slowing down, right? And increasing that time that that muscle is under that load. Right or um, increasing the rep range mm-hmm. or both, Okay. right? So personally, I do a mix of everything. Yeah. I think I think it's important to be very well adapted to any type of movement almost, you know what I mean? Um, so adding more, so if you have limited equipment with like only so much weight, you're gonna wanna do more reps. So instead of, you know, if, if you realize that down the line, three sets of 10 was pretty easy, why not try four sets of 15 next week? You know what I mean? Or four sets of 20, right? And you need to be, those last reps, you need to be struggling. You know what I mean? Like I always like to think of your lifting face. If your lifting face is just kind of like chilling, you yeah. know, and you're just kind of like not really breaking a sweat, you're not really lifting. You're not really forcing your muscles to adapt. Right. But if you're like, right, your yeah. face starts to grunt, yeah. start to get a little grimacing, that's a good indication that you're forcing your body to adapt. Yeah. Um, and that's what's going to help. So, there's that way, and then if you do have access to a gym, you're gonna want to add the weight. You wanna add, you know, there's, there's, you can add the reps at the similar or same weight range, or you can start to progressively overload over time, like say a 12 week period or so. You're gonna wanna add rep, add weight to the bar. So you're gonna wanna force your body, forcing it to make it stronger, to, to, re, to rip the muscles, to open up the new capillaries, to force the body to adapt, and then that's a real place for all the protein to go. So I saw a significant jump in body weight and body mass, specifically my legs and like my, my core, shoulders and chest once I started uh, up in the weight a little more. Interesting. So makes sense. But also comes with a little bit of, you know, could there's a little bit more risk for injury as well, right? Especially if you're not doing certain things, you know, warming up properly and stuff like that and making sure you're working your joints through a full range of motion and stuff like that. So. Yeah, you know, either up your weights uh, or up your reps, start throwing a little more weight on the bar, you know, little by little, you know, maybe it's five pounds this week, maybe it's 10 pounds next week. Um, and you gotta figure out how much you need to eat. Right? Yeah, you, yeah. That, that is important, so important. If you wanna change your body, you need to, to eat to feed that new body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, those are honestly probably two of the biggest tips, yeah. So break, so break them down again for me. Well, yeah, just learning how much your body you need to eat. Okay. So in order to force that, right? In order yeah, yeah. To, can't eat, feed that new body. Feed that new body. Yeah, right. yeah. And then um, either if if you don't have access to like a full gym, right, where you can throw on extra weights, you need to up your reps, right, mm-hmm. and up your time under tension. Yeah. And then if you do have access to a um, a gym, you know, or throwing on more weights, or adding more weights, or buying more weights, or whatever. You need to start adding more weight, right? Gotcha. So if you're, if you, even with kettlebells, if you're doing 
you know, squats with uh, two kettlebells and they're only 20 pounds, see if you can work your way up to 235s. See if you work your way up to 160 pounds, right? You know, and so just add more weight. You have to force your body. And I would say also, if you want to build muscle, to sprint. Yeah. Straight up. Sprinting is by far one of the best things you can do. It is the most primal thing you can do to release human growth hormone in the body. Like their hit workouts are great, yada, yada. Going all out sprint like you're and it, like you are a wild animal chasing for something after, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Something's chasing you, whatever you have to do to put yourself in a state of mind to get yourself to sprint at an all out level is gonna hands down increase muscle mass for mm-hmm. sure. You said it also increases growth hormone, Human right? growth hormone, yeah, yeah. Something like 300 to 700%. Or Just off of sprinting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll forget that I was like, oh shit, I haven't done sprints in a while. Yeah. And I'll go do them. Yeah. I'll do six, five or six. Next day, almost every muscle in my body is like sore. And I'm just like, damn, that's why I like sprints. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, uh, uh, it's super important. It w- now, for example, let's say, let's, let's, um, and that could be sprinting on like a bicycle. Okay. It could be sprinting exactly. on, yeah, on a yeah. rowing machine. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I've been working my parents up to that. We just started getting them on the rowing machine. Um, and just go, you know, intervals, right? Like yeah. go 20 seconds hard yeah. and then slow down, just right. literally walking pace. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. For two minutes, yeah. a minute, two minutes to let yourself fully recover and then go hard again. Right. You want to be able to give 100% all out effort. Like a little hit breath. workout kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was thinking, I know for, uh, you know, a lot of people in their 50s, 60s, 70s, they start getting those knee problems and stuff yeah. and, and running starts to become kind of what, you know. A life or if, if it is truly a life sure. or death situation, then do it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like so, cycling, rowing, something that's softer mm-hmm. on the joints is also something a great. You can go all out. Cool, yeah. cool, okay, all out. And, and, and a full body kind of movement too. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. cycling, you could do a cycling, sprinting. Um, shoot, you could probably do it on elliptical. I have, elliptical, I don't yeah. Think I've ever been on an elliptical? Yeah, I don't think I've ever used really? elliptical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, probably even just trying to go full out on an elliptical could be, could work. Yeah, you yeah. could. Cool. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, just pushing past a little bit out of your comfort zone. So important. Okay. You know, for that forced adaptation. You're trying right, to right. force your body to become new. Yeah. Right? You need to force it out of that comfort zone just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. All right, Caleb. And now. Eating, man. Got to eat. Gotta <laughs> yeah, eat I got man. So it seems like a big theme is yeah. eating. If you want to put on muscle, man, you got to eat. Cool. So I also wanted to ask, I got I got two more loaded in the barrel right now. Oh, man. Um, first one is what? Now, okay, I always preface this. <laughs> so we're going to get into supplements right now. Okay. But before I go into that, I will always say this like with anything. Before you worry about your supplements, get your get your food right. Get that diet locked yeah. in. Eat real foods, man. Best supplement. Best supplement is a good diet. Like there's there's nothing that's, <laughs> that's gonna cool. beat that. Like literally, like that, yeah. you know, like, like there's nothing that's gonna give you more of the vitamins and minerals and enzymes and everything than the food yeah. you eat. Yep. Now, moving past that, <laughs> once yeah. now when you get into supplements, because there are certain supplements that I do think are pretty important yeah. and especially if you're low in those you know yeah. um, that's obviously important but yeah. uh, I I personally I like to try to keep my supplements as whole food form as possible sometimes Same. it's hard to do that um, but I wanted to ask you what are some supplements 
just a couple uh yeah. and uh that you have really found to be beneficial from mental health to uh to building muscle cool. to just whatever cool good, yeah yeah good question so yeah absolutely nail down your diet honestly eat lots of protein mm -hmm. if you're not vegan or eat no matter what your diet is i think protein is 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 essential mm -hmm. um if it's an animal form, you're getting in a lot of amino acids and you're also getting in creatine, which is I'm, I'm going to explain next is probably my top uh, recommended supplement mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Creatine. Not not uh, not just for bodybuilders, not just for Olympic athletes, not just for athletes, literally for everybody. I have my parents on it mm -hmm. like we it, we're at a point in si sports science and like nutrition science where creatine is the most um, researched supplement on the market hands down one of the safest things you could take um, creatine monohydrate just go get some on amazon it's amazing so so good for you will help you store um, you help your cells at okay. a cellular level generate more energy um, specifically during strength training and stuff like that but also in the general lifestyle right mm -hmm. you're going to you're you're going to be more of an efficient machine if you have creatine in your body um and it's something that our creatine uh, mechanisms that in our body, they we uh, produce less of it as we get older. Okay. Um, now, it's really interesting. It's not just for building muscle. It helps you stay hydrated more. Um, it helps your cells actually hold water better. So it's really cool. It's awesome. Great. Um, yeah. Uh, it also helps with uh, energy output. So if your resistance training helps you get the most out of your resistance training, you feel like... Um, you have another gear, I like to kind of say. Okay. It's like it's not like pre-workout e. Mm -hmm. It's just randomly will hit you. You'll be like, damn, I feel like that set was pretty easy. Yeah. I got another gear. You know what I mean? You're like, that's that create that creatine, possibly. Um, but it's also really good for the gut lining. It is an amino acid. It's amino acid. So it's really good for the gut lining. It's really good for the brain. They're using it in clinical studies to treat Alzheimer's and uh, cognitive function in the brain, wow. stuff like that. So across the board, especially if you've been following a, a plant-based diet, um, like I was for years, getting creatine in my diet was life-changing, hands down. Helped me put on muscle, helped me maintain muscle, helped my brain fog, fatigue, everything. So hands down i think creatine is probably one of the best supplements like synthetic form right right you know what i'm saying um which even it's an it's an amino acid so i don't i'm not exactly sure what it's made out of but yeah right like where, where it's derived from yeah. or whatever yeah yeah mm -hmm. other than that man i think along with the theme of my life lately was been sim simplicity yeah i've also done away with a lot of supplements i think that's I'm just kind of like you know yeah. what let me simplify right? right so um i think for me I've really dialed in. I think a magnesium is really mm -hmm. smart for just yep. about everybody yep. because a lot of people are deficient in it and they don't even know it. Like one of the most deficient minerals, I think. It could be yeah. something as subtle as an eye twitch. It could be something as subtle as a little bit of brain fog in the day or sleep disruption or problems digesting Com food, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So including a comprehensive um, magnesium supple supplement, like a complex with multiple different types of magnesium in it, I think is really good. Um, so that's one I recommend. And then a fish oil. I think fish oil or some type of omega-3 omega yeah. is going to be critical because um, that's like 
That's like brain food. Yeah. It's good for the brain. Yeah. Right? It's good for every cell in the body. Every mm -hmm. single cell in our body is wrapped in the fat that we consume. Yeah. And I, th I think it was uh, Dr. Hyman, who, Dr. Mark Hyman, who I, I originally heard say that. And um, it's awesome. When I train harder, I take like two to three times the amount of supplements or of uh, fish oil that I take. Okay. Just because I know my body is demanding more. And the recommended dose on there is just a recommendation. And so I always like to play with, with why not double it or quadruple it? You know, we were kind of talking about yeah. that earlier. Um, and the thing with uh, creatine and supplements in general is, again, consistency and adherency. So making it as simple as possible, you're not going to see the best results if you just take it every other day, every few days, when you remember, things yeah. like that. Yeah. Creatine especially, you need to actually saturate the muscles for like three weeks or something like that. Some people say there's a loading phase, but you don't really need to do that. You just need to take it consistently day after day, even on your rest days okay. to saturate the muscles. That way your muscles are able to get it in and absorb it. So um, same thing with all supplements. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got to stay consistent with mm -hmm. them. So that's like, you know, a lot of uh, some of my clients, it, it'll be like, uh, hey, you taking, taking your vitamins, taking your supplements, you know? And they're like, no, I've been forgetting. You know, it's like, okay, well, <laughs> let's get them every day. You yeah. Know? And so it's a habit that we need to build. Um, other than that, I think for um, immune health, cellular function, a vitamin D has been critical. Yeah. I think that's really important to include. And also, um, and you turn me on to this, a zinc and copper. Yeah. And since yeah. then, I haven't gotten any flu, any colds or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I actually feel myself every once in a while will start to get something but my immune system is really strong and it'll kick it out pretty quick. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really due to the, the copper and zinc. And then obviously vitamin D is like, it's like a hormone. So it's mm -hmm. super critical. Mm -hmm. um, so that's probably, honestly, that's my supplements right now. And I do take like uh, an amino acid supplement just for more um, I take muscle repair. essential amino acids, right? Just for more uh, muscle repair and everything. But eating your protein you get lots of a lot of amino acids you're rebuilding muscles protein isn't like a fuel source it's a rebuilding source for your protein synthesis in your body so um carbs is more of like a fuel source yeah. you know yeah yeah um so yeah creatine a fish oil magnesium vitamin d and zinc then i copper. think yeah zinc and copper and i i do love like medicinal mushroom mushrooms as well yeah so like lion's yeah. mane yeah. turkey re turkey tail reishi yeah they're not necessarily part of like my everyday mm -hmm. thing but um I, I think they're great yeah like they have a really good place just like we had some today you know it's like yeah good energized you yeah know? so yeah i think that's uh probably the quick rundown um of major supplements i i yeah because i'm thinking of other supplements like uh spirulina and chlorella right right even the mushrooms i don't consider them supplements those are food. foods yeah yeah so it's kind of like supplements yeah even like whey protein right it's mm -hmm. not i don't really think it's a supplement it's mm -hmm. like sure it's a protein supplement mm -hmm. to supplement additional protein into your diet but um for the most part i don't think it's like a supplement it's food yeah yeah it is uh i think for example, uh, oh, also, um, just to say it for those of you who don't know, take vitamin D3 with K2. There you go. Always got to pair those two. But aside from that, 100% agree on every single one of those. Um, yeah, like, and I agree. I, I like most of my supplements are like a food, yeah. literally, right? Yeah. So, yeah, spirulina and chlorella, like you mentioned, is... yeah stupid, incredible, does a lot of great things. Um, yeah. Catherine Arnston was on and spoke about an hour's worth long of all the Sick. benefits like it's, it's awesome. incredible um and then yeah the mushrooms are 
Yeah, they're, they're a food as well. And right. uh, to me, uh, with the mushrooms, they're super powerful. And it, But once again, it's one of those things like you really have to be so consistent with it to notice it. And right. I remember when I noticed the ma- the biggest difference uh, was with lion's mane. Mm. And I, I took it for, yeah, about a, like a month straight. Mm. Every single day would take it. And uh, man, your mental clarity, it's, it's super weird. It's like it happens so subtly that you mm. don't realize it. But I was really keeping tabs on it. Yeah. And I remember by like day 30, I was like, dude, my mental clarity like is on every day. Yeah. It's not, there's like not a day of brain fog and like That's recalling cool. facts or someone's name or right. whatever, like was just yeah. like right there. And you never had to like, uh, give me a second, like it come to me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it was always there. Yeah. Uh, word, word wrecking or what is it? Yeah. Uh, uh, word recall, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. For real. Um, but I, I love the mushrooms, like hands down, probably some of my favorite food supplements. But yeah, uh, yeah, and oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, the last question I had for you, Caleb, was uh, oh man, firing off them questions. <laughs> yeah. Dang, dude. You and I, we talk a lot about, especially you. You talk a lot about primal and ancestor <laughs> stuff, right? Yeah, primal everything. But uh, I, I think there's a really good reason for that and i mean i i have my ideas and i want to hear yours and so for for all the listeners why is it a good idea to like if when when thinking about a health trend maybe like a diet or any kind of those practices like i personally and i know you do as well yeah think of it in terms of like okay so this is what people are doing now how like did we do that 10,000 years ago yeah, or, or 5,000, like however far we can go back. Mm-hmm. Like, did we do that then? And and then, you know, kind of trying to compare the two and like yeah. see how they fit. And why is that a good idea? Man, I think that's uh, really, that's, I could give a really long answer and we could like really go down some rabbit holes, but. Um, Joe Rogan long <laughs> type episode. Man, I think, I think you gotta, we have to like keep in mind that why we have a bunch of things, right? And so this is kind of like, like why do we have so many processed foods? Why do we have so many supplements? Why do we have so many things to consume, so many restaurants, all these things, right? A lot of it is for fun and pleasure and stuff like that, and that's cool, uh, but also a lot of it is for overconsumption, right? Yeah. That's how you, I love that podcast you put out that was uh, overconsumed and undernourished, Yeah, yeah. right? And that's exactly what's happened, right? The only way we gain weight and get unhealthy is we eat too much of the wrong foods. We eat too many calories. We don't mm-hmm. move enough, mm-hmm. right? We are, it's simply down to science of not putting enough output and too much input of, you know, foods. Yeah. You truthfully could be relatively healthy and eat at a calorie deficit and truthfully eat whatever you want, right? Because calories in, calories out mm-hmm. type of thing. But then I like to think, well, I, I've always thought we were animals. You know, as a ki- as a kid, mm-hmm. I'm, I was always like, we are animals, and like we're no different than, like yes, we are the most dominant species. We're not right. fucking monkeys. We're not birds. Right? Yeah. We're not <laughs> an animal. We're human. Yeah. But um, what was it like for our ancestors? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, definitely, they had less disease. Obviously, they didn't have the more advanced um, medicine practices and stuff like that mm-hmm. to knock out diseases and stuff. So they died relatively younger but they did a lot of a lot of ancestors would live to 80s and 90s you know Mm -hmm. what i mean it's just they had different 
life factors and uh, real more realistic death uh, to face, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so going back to that overconsumption, it's like, well, these things are, we have designed them to be overeaten, right? We yep. design chips. Everything about a chip is designed for overconsumption. Yeah. From the price of it, to the way the bag looks, to the taste, to the smell, to the crunch, to the molecules that it's made of, mm-hmm. to affect your gut, to affect your brain, mm-hmm. to make you crave it more. Yeah. Everything, right? So what's in that is a lot of, you know, sure we can call it like capitalistic you know, ideals or whatever, to buy more because it's cheap, to eat more because it's cheap, things like that. Mm-hmm. But to what detriment, right? Um, so it's just always to come back to real foods. That's what our ancestors did. They ate vegetables, they ate fruits, they ate seeds, they ate freaking meat, they ate, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so um, I think the more, and, I, and truthfully, I'm like a living product of it, and I, like my clients love following this lifestyle, is like, can't we just adhere to eating real food most of the time, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Can we even do that without having to worry about calories? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Can we do that by developing it healthy eating habits so that we're satiated and not over full because that's kind of something that our ancestors probably did. They probably didn't overeat Mm -hmm. like crazy. Mm -hmm. For one, they had to ration a little bit maybe. And if you overeat, you're lethargic, you're, you're drained of energy. Yeah. You're not going to be able to run away from a prey or something really fast. So it's kind of meat on a a stick. You're just kind of like a lethargic sitting there. Oh, let me just get attacked by something. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of fun. I really think we're at I, we're at an interesting time in history where we can combine the two. You know what I mean? The kind of modern science of dieting and health and nutrition and stuff with these ancestral kind of ideals that we have. You know what I mean? And it's just interesting to me to look back into it. I think it's cool, the, the whole ancestral kind of knowledge. They were a lot more connected spiritually to the earth. They were connected more to their food, obviously. They were hunting it and foraging it and mm-hmm. stuff like that and growing it. Um, so I just think it, I find it fascinating, dude. Yeah. And like the more we can just simplify it, right? Mm-hmm. And like get away from the complexities, get away from over-consuming. I think it just frees up a lot of freedom in our choice yeah. and um, ultimately in our economy, right? It's like what kind of economy do we want to have? Your dollar is a vote to every single thing you put in your mouth, everything you go and buy, right? It's fun to go out and have drinks. It's cool. Absolutely, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we just went out for St. Patty's Day. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, let's go out. Let's have some junk food. Let's go do that. Yeah, yeah. But then the next day, what did we do? We cooked breakfast. We made our own coffee. We, Back you know it. what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So, not saying you have to be ultra religious about mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could go out. You could have McDonald's and still prioritize the right foods. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. If you have to, go to McDonald's and order some chicken breasts. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, again, you could follow like an ancestral lifestyle eating in a modern world. Yeah. So I think it's just fun. Honestly, I think it's fun. I think it's a different approach to health. And like, I think it's just a lot more connected to nature. And mm-hmm. I think the closer that we live to that is the more in harmony we could be with the, not only ourselves, our spirits, but also the collective, you know, and uh, the human race, mm-hmm. you know, and it sounds kind of woo woo, but, um, it's real. It is. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah, I also uh, 100% agree. And I think the only thing I would add to that is I know that biology takes time to evolve. You know, it like literally 
if you've been living your life in a way for, you know, 5,000 years right. and then you change it like drastically in a hundred years. Within a decade. Yeah. Like that's a very short yeah. amount of time for your biology to adapt to a new diet, yeah. a new lifestyle, you know? So that's why I always like, I'll think. Yeah. And we don't have to go back so far. No, no. It's like yeah. literally our grandparents, dude. Yeah. Uh, I mean, go it, back a generation or two where mm -hmm. there was less refrigeration, mm -hmm. there was less transportation, mm -hmm. there's a lot less obese people. For a lot sure. Less yeah. Health concerns, cardiovascular diseases. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like they were just eating more real food. Yeah. They had less processed. Moving food. more. Go walk down the chip aisle. Yeah. Right now, how many different types of chips are there? A whole aisle. How many different, <laughs> like how many literally. different chip companies? Are yeah. There? You know what I mean? They make they make you think there's a lot. They're probably all owned by just like one or right. two. But yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, you, you walk see. Walk down the aisle back then. It was like three, yeah. four. You know. Yeah. Or I mean, even and those were a treat for sure. That's the other other aspect of it is yeah. is uh, the amount and, and like yeah, of course there was bad stuff a hundred years ago, yeah. but how often did people have it? Yeah. And, uh, and that bad stuff was probably less processed because yeah. less, yeah, you know, just so much, yeah, so much goes into it. And, and <laughs> I, but I, I think that's why I really like going and com comparing like modern life and how I, how we live it today compared to back in the day. And I think you can yeah. really find so much value in it from literally, you know, like thinking of technology, cause that's a really easy mm -hmm. one to use. It's like, we didn't have cell phone. Yeah. Like, you know, we didn't have these screens in front of our faces right. all the time. I mean, 40 years ago, yeah. you know, <laughs> like not even long. But mm -hmm. uh, so when we when we look at that and we see like, okay, what are all these implications? Well, yeah. sleep is screwed. We can see that. Like, you know how many people have issues getting to bed? You know mm -hmm. how many people have sleep apnea? Yeah. Like just so much. And it's like, if you took that phone and... <laughs> never use it yeah it would probably fix so much of it or, or even just you know the light but yeah so I, I i love being able to just look at it in that frame and think mm -hmm. like okay was was this around back then if it was like how would it have been used and right and all that so yeah 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 it's cool and, and you know through my health coaching practice and my certification and stuff and i'm, I'm biased right mm -hmm. like i'm biased to that ancestral way like mm -hmm. i have my holistic pillars of health that right. i coach my clients through and interweave into their lives and stuff like that and it it just gets to a point where it's fun yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and it's not like dogmatic it's like no you can be on your phone but let's just be conscious mm -hmm. of how it affects us both negatively and positively yeah right like yeah social media is awesome oh yeah you serious some good we're stuff with it we're able to reach thousands of people with yeah. this conversation yeah, yeah. That we're having just two people in a room, yeah. you know what I mean? But we can put it on the, the interweb and it goes off to yeah. thousands of people. That's awesome. So being aware, right? Mm. Of, and like conscious of the negative and the positive yeah. of certain things, you know? And um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I think just yeah. like you said, like knowing that like even with the modern stuff, it's like mm -hmm. you don't have to go completely primal on it. Yeah. You can have a, a medium point. You ain't got to go liver king on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, there's a, there's a balance to everything. <laughs> please don't go liver king on it. <laughs> please, don't, please don't do that. Um, but yeah, man, I think, I don't know. I think that's pretty much uh, yeah. all the questions I had I, for I you. Do wanna, I, I just had a thought too, like back onto um, what you said, what you asked earlier, like just, just a couple tips or whatever is uh, find, just gaining control in mm. the kitchen. You know what I mean? Controlling your what goes on your plate yeah. is huge. And I think that's just a, a fun thing too, that we need to 
try and work on bringing more peace and more connection and more excitement to rather yeah. than stress, right? Because okay. a, lot, a lot of times it's like, oh, I got I got a meal prep Sundays. I got a meal prep this. Mm. It doesn't have to be that hard. It could be just making twice as much as you make yeah. for the next day or yeah. something like that. But overall, controlling what ingredients go on your plate is really cool. It's really fun. It's really controlling. Mm. It's really you feel satisfied. You feel uh, in control of that habit and that ritual. And it's also a new connection to your food, which I think is really important because now we think of, you know, kids are growing up thinking that food is the bags and the chip, is Jolly Ranchers, is just a steak that shows up on the plate or whatever. But uh, when you go to the butcher shop and you have to go through the certain things, you know what I mean? When you go and if you can grow some of your own food, you know, be just getting more connected to the food that goes on your plate yep. is pretty fun. Yep. And it's just uh, more of an exciting way to go about dieting. And nutrition and you can make your own meals forever yeah you know that's a sustainable thing yeah you know what i mean you don't have to make every single meal but maybe you can make lunch starting out you know what i mean <laughs> or breakfast every yeah. day starting out you yeah. know what i mean um so yeah, yeah i wanted to mention that cook at home dude yeah cook, cook at, home. at home control the ingredients that go on your plate it's the, it's the yeah. best way to know that you're eating healthy mm -hmm. yeah yeah make I think, it yourself uh, marcus marcus philly from functional bodybuilding really good uh content that he puts out um, we're not brothers, I swear. He has like long hair. Looks, we both kind of look Neanderthalish. Um, <laughs> but uh, he says to cook with elite. Try try to keep it under five ingredients. Yeah, for gut that's health. Cool. Yeah, I was like, that's that's a cool rule, mm -hmm. right? So just like including, you could include that spices included in that too. Just simple. It mm -hmm. doesn't have to be taste like shit. Yeah, right. Doesn't my meals taste amazing? Yeah, and I make them super simple. Yeah, you know, no, absolutely. Not that I'm like the poster child of cooking or anything right? right right yeah anyways yeah man good deal i love it caleb um good stuff man yeah feel i mean feel free to share anything else and also just where people can connect with you um yeah man yeah like you're super active on on all the socials so share it yeah yeah caleb wood fitness on everything youtube yeah. um instagram tiktok linkedin i'm on i'm on all of them so yeah hit me up facebook whatever uh, mainly use TikTok and Instagram for the most part. TikTok, and a little bit of YouTube. Okay. Yep. Um, you can look forward. I'm I'm trying to get some more like long term, long form content mm. out on YouTube. Right now, I'm just kind of doing the short form stuff with little you know tips and tricks here and there. But um, I want to start doing some little more educational stuff. Kind of mm -hmm. sit down, um, really dissect some you know some yep. some uh, topics and stuff like that. So yeah. if you're interested in that, go follow the YouTube page. Help yep. me grow that. That'd be cool. Um, other than that, yeah, Caleb Wood Fitness. That's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. Reach out if you have any questions. Um, yeah, holistic health and fitness yeah. coaching. That's pretty much it. And that's that's what I was going to say. If you don't mention yeah. it, uh, he's an incredible coach. I, I've known him for a really long time now. And I can attest to what he does. Uh, his, uh, his clients are a living testimony. Uh, you can go see it on his page, the work that you do. And... Um, yeah, like get in touch with him. If you're dealing with any health issues, of course you can reach out to either of us yeah. just for questions. But like Absolutely. if you're serious about getting getting healthy and like changing a lifestyle, developing these practices for a sustainable period of time, the rest of your life basically, yeah. uh, highly, highly recommend. Reach out to Caleb. Um, yeah. Ask him about his programs. He's super easy, not a pressing guy and not in your face. So you can actually ask him a question and he's not going to shove a quote down your throat he's gonna <laughs> talk to you and be like hey let's just see if we're a good fit so yeah, um check him out 
Yeah, I can't say enough good stuff. Thanks for coming on the show again. Yeah, and uh, dude, just thank you for being uh, a brother, dude. Love you, brother. Love you too, man. As always, man. Always, dude. So happy to have you here. Yeah. So cool. uh, everybody, you know the deal. Do everything with good intentions. Connect to your elements. Stay primal. I don't know what. Eat real food. Eat real food. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> simplify. I think that was the yeah. simplify man. Kind of a core principle of today's episode. I like it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. brother. All right, everybody. Much love, subscribe, follow, all the good stuff. Leave a comment. Let us know what you liked and didn't like and try to get better. Love you guys. You Peace. Peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional.